This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Nuss. Let's go ahead and get started with our great things. Uh, I actually, yesterday, I held my tongue and I didn't speak when it didn't add value to the good of the group. And that's something that I've been actively working on, leading not with my ego, but with my um, purpose. And I sat through an entire meeting listening and taking in and adding when I could add value for the good of the group and making sure that I wasn't leading with my ego. And that felt so good to have that filter on, to really listen to people and be present in the moment. So that's my great thing. I listened, everybody, and I didn't interject when not necessary. And I think that's so hard to do because you're trying to establish yourself and you're trying to find a voice. And what I find is sometimes your voice gets in the way of you contributing value. So you don't just have to speak to speak, speak to add value. And yesterday I did that and it felt great. So go ahead, take time today to recognize your own great things of the day, like to ground ourselves in greatness um, at least once a day, if not more, you have to grow confidence in this space, recognizing yourself for the great things that you do contribute to this world. You do. Don't roll your eyes at me. You do. Okay? You're great. Start talking about it. Okay? So, (laughs) today, today, drumroll, is our 100th episode. Welcome. Oh my gosh. I can't even believe that I'm at 100 episodes already. Uh, The time has flown by, and I am so grateful for anyone who listens to this, no matter when they come to me, no matter what their purpose is for being here, any person who even opens it up and pushes play, and even within the first five seconds, if you're like, this girl is wacko and you stop listening, I still appreciate you taking time to just find it taking time to just play it, taking time to uh, keep listening, because I definitely have a group of people who circle back and make this a part of their day. And that is transformative, not only for me, but also for you, not because what I'm saying is transformative, but the fact that you're taking time for yourself out of your day to take anything in, whether it's me or anyone else that's going to help you grow and move, um, is a big deal. You have to start making more of a habit doing that. And I'm so grateful to be a part of that life transforming habit. So thank you so much. Thank you to everyone who helps produce and make the Death of a Dream podcast possible. And when I'm saying that, I'm just going to go ahead and pat myself on the back because this is a one girl show. Um, But it's not just me. I also have to shout out uh, my two daughters who take time to sleep in the mornings. Not always. You hear them on some podcasts. Um, 
but shout out to them because they make this possible. If they were awake, I would struggle to be present here and struggle to balance time away from them when they are awake. So shout out to them. Shout out to my gorgeous husband who is just gorgeous and he's man candy and he never stops supporting even the craziness that this is. Sometimes he'll be like, so when are you going to make money off this podcast? You certainly put in a lot of time and effort to it. And I just continue with the fact that I love doing it and I'm not going to stop because I just love doing it. Um, and I realize that may not ever make me any kind of money, but I'm here doing something that I love, doing something that I dream of doing, and that motion in and of itself is worth its weight in gold. So that's my huge thank you and my huge, very small and insignificant thank you to the people who make this possible. And by people, I mean mostly me, but also my support system that helps to push me. Um, there is a group of beautiful women and friends who have pushed me past my insecurities and actually helped me to launch this and put this out into the world and not, um, not be held back because of what I felt like it needed to be. And those people are largely in part the reason that this exists and the reason that I jumped and went after it and just did it and asked questions later and figured it out. And now here we are, 100 episodes in. Um, along the way, I found a lot of beautiful people who feel called to do this work too. And I'm so thankful for all the people who've been a part of this journey, even if they're not still a part of it, even if they had a simple sprinkle in bringing this to life. I'm so thankful that they came into my life and that they brought that energy that it took to make this happen. So last night when I was driving home, I was thinking about what I would talk about on said 100th episode because, you know, that doesn't just happen. There are podcasts that I listen to religiously and they, if they've been up for a year, they're maybe on their, I don't know, 20th episode or, you know, even if they're nearing their 100th episode, they've been up for a long amount of time. And I think it's just such a huge milestone moment. And with those milestone moments, you know, obviously there comes with some extra love, you know, not every day is going to be a big, huge celebration, but like on your 50th anniversary, all of a sudden everybody cares and loves you for it. So that's what we're talking about here. Uh, so I realized that this is probably a pretty big episode if there were ever going to be just random people that come over and give this a listen. It might be today, and so I better be on the money. <laughs> so I decided to put <laughs> a little extra time into today's episode. So I thought about what I would say last night on my drive home. <laughs> and... <laughs> I know, right? That's a lot of time. Uh, so <laughs> I got to be on the money. I better get to it. So last night on my drive home, I was thinking about the mental headspace that I had to be in to 
do something like this. And there are about 1 million and 20 um, webinars and coach training and all the things to get you um, past the like physical limitations of how you would launch a podcast and what you could do. And all of those things are super important, almost as important as, you know, I watched probably four webinars to go ahead and research and gear myself up for doing a podcast. And I still ended up just coming back to my Google search bar. So I think those are only as good as the fit for you, right? Because not everybody teaches the way that you learn. Not everybody has the information that you need. Generally, I'd pull about one to two things from those webinars and collect all of that and then apply it and make it kind of um, a la carte fit me as it would, right? And this doesn't relate to only podcasting. It's kind of like whatever you want to do, there are so many resources and so many opportunities for you to learn. And for me, that looked like picking and choosing what applied and what was going to fit for me. Because you can't just assume that the next expert that you run into or that you get uh, added that you receive an ad from is going to be the person that takes you to that next level. Now they could be if you guys vibe and if that information is everything that uh, you thought it would be. But for me, I need a lot of options. And it's important that I can kind of build what that knowledge set looks like for me. And a webinar, one webinar and one way to do it just doesn't fit me. And it may not fit you either. And so don't just sign up and blow all your money thinking that this one person who's an expert has the exact answers that you're looking for because they don't always. Um, So make sure that you're guarded with that. Because there are a lot of different ways to do a lot of different things. And sometimes people are preaching things that don't and never would apply to you. Right? And they'll also be possibly talking about things that could limit you. I remember watching one webinar and they were like, don't even launch a podcast if you don't have a three to 500 person mailing list. You won't be successful and you'll want to stop because it will be frustrating because no one will listen. And geez, I remember hearing that and I'm like, for a day, like, you're right. So stupid. I don't know anything about this. Why would I start? And why would I even think that I know something about this? How stupid, Hannah, you dumb idiot. What are you thinking? Right? And that was kind of the foot that I led with for a little while, like you don't have the following that you need, and you're probably not going to get it anytime soon. So you should probably just never do this. And, you know, I think that we've let that fact shape us a lot of times, we lean on experts who have been in this space for a long time. And we let what they're saying, kind of be the Bible. And we don't really look outside of that. And we definitely don't look at what the other factors are. You know, maybe you don't need all of those things. And maybe that launched their career, but wouldn't be applicable to you based on your market, based on your listenership, based on whatever, right? And I think a lot of that 
the things that were going to stop me from launching this weren't just that I had researched everything until I was blue in the face and that I couldn't even stop researching and that I probably took four plus weeks trying to figure out what was the best podcast equipment. And then finally, I was just like, fuck, just order one. Jeez, what are you doing? And then I ended up with that and had super bad sound quality for probably two or three um, weeks where the mics that I bought lasted for a while, but then everything just went south and it was cheap, crappy equipment. And I learned in that moment, but I had to just make a decision right, wrong, or otherwise, um, that this was something that I was going to do. So I, I just want you to protect yourself from failing all of the ways that I failed along the way. And that doesn't have to look like you launching a podcast and it doesn't have to look like you starting your own company. It can look like you moving in your company. It can look like you being happy with right where you're at because of your new mental headspace. Um, But I want to save you from the things that hurt me along this road. So one of those big, huge things that I never realized, and last night when I was driving home, I realized this and kind of put it all together, and... I had spent so much of my adult life feeling frustrated and like everyone knew something and I didn't. Like the world was just moving and I somehow was gravitating outside of the same sphere as everyone else. And all these people were so lucky because they had like the inner, they had the inside scoop and I never was going to receive that. And so I walked around with a heavy load of frustration on my shoulders. And that frustration was holding me down. You can't grow there. And I was never going to grow, expand, move forward, look at life the way that I wanted to. And Part of the reason that I led with frustration is because I had a lot of examples of that along my path where it was just easier to fall victim to all of the circumstances in front of you. And it was just easier to to make jokes and be funny and to tear other people down in an attempt to seem better than everyone else. And that was just easier. And probably about six months ago, I realized that that person hurts other people and that I didn't want to be that person anymore. And... That moment of realization really shifted and changed things for me. And I I just started to look at things different. I just started to see the possibility versus the impossibility. And it shifted. And lifting that weight of the frustration that I was carrying around of the ways that I was trying to bring people down 
just cleared up so much space in my head, cleared up so much space in my heart to just love and help people and try to make it better and to just start taking steps because I didn't have to protect myself because of all the negativity and hate that I had projected on other people. I didn't have to protect myself from being uncovered as a fraud as I was presenting myself as this perfect being. And that, that I just had modeled for me so many years of not only my childhood, but also my adult life. And so I really just thought that that was the way that it was and that this is how people lead groups of people and that this is how the world works. And since I had this jaded idea of how the world works, I didn't actually put any value in my own thoughts and ability. I just thought that I had to conform to how everyone else thought and acted in this world. And I just had a lot of role models that were built acting in this place, right? And those role models showed me that the world just isn't built equal, which it's not. They're not wrong. Um, But they were wrong to fall victim to that fact. And before I started valuing what the opinions that I had and the value that I brought and the value that everyone else brings and started recognizing and acknowledging the fact that Everyone is doing the best that they can with the knowledge that they have in front of them. We can't really judge where they've been or what's holding them back. We need to help them get there. And that doesn't just sound like you running your mouth and running meetings and calling people out and and hurting people. That's not going to build who they are how they react with you, and where you're trying to go, right? And a lot of times it just looked like me looking at myself and feeling so heavy and bogged down from all of the negativity that I was projecting onto other people's lives and also holding on to myself, right? And that place... That place of frustration, that place of that glass house that you're protecting yourself with, that you're utilizing to throw rocks from at other people, is going to put you in a place of insecurity and you can't move there. You can't and you won't. You can try with everything that you have in your grasp. You can throw every single rock off of a mountain and you can wound and take down all of the people that are in front of you that were stopping you and you're still going to feel insecure. You're still going to be limited because you can't carry that weight And you're going to wake up every night, every morning, right out of your sleep. And you're going to fear 
the moment that someone finds out that you don't have it all figured out. And that fear and insecurity is going to keep you up at night. And there is no space for you to grow there. You can't. You won't. The weight of that frustration will follow you. The weight of you projecting your anger will follow you around. It will hold you down. It will pin you to a mat. Holding its hand to your throat until you get so close to not breathing that you gasp for air when they let go. It is going to stop you every time. And you're not wrong for being there. We're all following models of people that we trust and sometimes even love. But that doesn't mean that you can't break free from that. And it definitely doesn't mean what I thought it meant, which was that's just the way it is and that this is the way that the world works and you should just follow and become the strongest person you can be as that person. And I want you today to start valuing the kind of person that you want to be. I can't help whether or not you have a good role model of this and hopefully you do and blessings to you. But bottom line, you have a say here. The way you want to feel, act, and interact with people is important, is vital, is life-changing. You having a say in your life and how it's going to work is going to be the thing that makes a difference, that takes you to a new level. And you can't grow from a place of weighted frustration. You can't. It's going to have you tearing down more people than you build up. And you can't grow without those people. You can't move. I'm just in my head seeing a person that's trying to walk uphill with two 50-pound seed bags on their shoulder. That's your frustration. How hard is it to walk up that hill? Right? It's hard. And that person's stumbling. And quite frankly, it's seed. So like that weight is moving every single time. And good luck with that. Jeez. But that's what that weight of frustration and anger and proof that you're trying to show everyone that you're better. You can't move with that on your shoulders. You can't. Right? And I would have let that hold me back for my entire life. Had I not had this wake up moment that this may be the world that I'm in. This frustrated, this ego-driven, this tear-people-down world. But I have a choice and I have a voice for the kind of world that I want to live in. And if that world doesn't align with who I want to be, then I can change what the world looks like.
right? You can leave your job. You can create a new atmosphere by showing up as this new person that you want to be. Yes, you can. Today, today, on the day of the 100th episode, I want to call you. You, right now. I'm looking at you. Whoever you are. I want you to decide what your life is going to look like. Do not base it on anything that's been modeled for you. Base it on who you are and who you want to be and put value in that person. Value that so much that people know exactly what you're about. Right? You don't have to live in this world that was built for you. I would have just spent years frustrated and angry and tearing people down because that's what was being modeled for me. And as soon as I escaped that place, the world started looking a lot different. And quite frankly, the world started looking a lot more enjoyable to me. Right? And I started to make friends. And I started to work with more people. And it wasn't that I was working with more people. It was that people actually wanted to work with me now. Right? People were actually tapping on my shoulder and asking that I be a part of whatever it was. And I had worked for such a long time from that angry, frustrated place of calling people out. And I had wondered for the longest time, like, why don't people want me here? Why don't people value me here? What is the issue? Right? What am I doing wrong? I'm so smart. And I'm so much better than everyone else. And if they could only see it, and what do I need to prove to everyone? And everyone should know how great I am. And why don't they and I'm doing all this work and me, 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 me. And why aren't people here to see me? And when you flip that script, And when you just start acting as the person that you want to be and putting goodness into the world instead of ego and loving and helping bring ideas to life and helping for the good of the group, it is transformative. And I don't want you to stop yourself like I did from valuing the type of person that you want to be. You don't have to fall victim You don't have to just fit in what's been modeled for you. You can create your own path. You have a say here. You are the person who is going to make this happen. And it's up to you. But you can't let frustration, anger, ego hold you back. They're like 100 pounds weights on your shoulder. I think I said 50 before, but 100 sounds more dramatic. They're going to stop you every time. You can't move. You can't move here. You're going to take one step forward and take five steps backward every time you have movement. Because quite frankly, You're going to piss a lot of people off. 
And the only people who are going to follow you are the ones who are in just as negative of headspace as you are. And all of a sudden, you're going to grow this group of anger and hate and toxicity. And it is going to weigh you down even more every member that you recruit. It's like another 50-pound bag loaded on your shoulder. Right? And pretty soon, people only come to you when they're frustrated and when they want to just vent with you and pretty soon you can't even escape this negative space if you try because you are now the receptor to all of it. Imagine yourself in a lightning storm of anger, hate, and toxicity and you are the metal pole, my friend. And every single ounce of anger and electric shock is coming to you. You wonder why you're so sad and so angry and so hateful. You're a receptor of all of those things. You can't escape it even if you try. It's going to follow you around. Not only is it going to follow you around, it's going to find you. And you can make a change. And how do you do that? You're probably asking me. You start taking accountability for anything and you start looking for opportunities to do what you can to make the situation better. And it is always, always easier to fall victim to your circumstances and your surroundings. It is. But I believe if you are here listening, if you are even taking in more than a minute of this, you don't want to be that person anymore. You want to see change in your life or you wouldn't keep coming back. And this is what I'm going to tell you. You can constantly fall victim to your surroundings and to everything that's in your life. The world is built for you to succumb to it. But the moment that you start standing up for the person that you want to be, You start showing up as that person and you consistently deliver on the things that you want to be about. That's when the tables turn and it's not going to happen overnight and you're not going to be perfect in this quest. You're still going to sink down into those negative, frustrating moments. Okay, but if the next month you don't sink down more than 75% of the time, right? If you are living in a 100% toxic world, you're going to only sink down 75% of the time. And then the next month, maybe you get to a 50%. And then the next month you get to a 25%. do not set yourself up to fail. It's not going to happen overnight. If you've lived in a world of frustration and anger, and it can be hard to escape. And don't be so hard on yourself. Grant yourself grace. Turn it off when you can. If you're a receptor of the lightning storm of hate and anger that you have worked to build, it's going to be even harder to escape. But I'm here for you. I know it's hard. And it's going to be even harder because those people who want to stay in that headspace are going to reject you. And start fighting you. 
But you can do this. You can make a change. And more than anything, if you're in the place that I was in, you have a right to develop the life that you want. Your voice and your opinion matters.